0: Hello, Moto Academy. Which we make camera no, do I look into? Either one. We make no promises. <laughs> it's the same shot, just okay, one's a little bit tighter. When
1: you cough, just do that. Yeah, well, I will, I will, like that.
0: Um, uh, we
1: make no promises that this is our normal PG rating. But it will be very close to that, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, I'm just pretty, I'm pretty PG with it. I don't swear. I think Dan and Jamie I do think swear. this side, of, I think this couch. This couch doesn't <laughs> swear. <laughs> That couch swears a, a little bit, but not much. Yeah, I mean, no, just, this
2: couch pinches fingers. And this couch
1: is PG-13. This couch is yeah, PG. Yeah. We'll be fine. So PG-13 rating. <laughs> right, we're all Parents, adults here. Uh, what does what PG-13 rating mean? You get one F-bomb. 13. You actually. get one F-bomb? Yeah, so
0: Guardians of the Galaxy just dropped their first Marvel F-bomb because you're allowed one in a That's PG-13. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was actually really funny. So if PG-13's
3: one F-bomb, we're like PG-36. <laughs>
1: well what is what does pg-13 mean though
3: parental guidance of
2: 13 years
0: old
1: thank you Janie.
2: you're welcome well i'm actually
0: surprised we're even doing this podcast but we're going to talk about supercross sure it was a heck of a year sure absolutely i feel like you know so this was my third year of supercross um you know first year was sgb second year you guys showed up you showed up what halfway through last year yeah, I showed up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you showed up halfway through last year.
3: Dan, you came out of nowhere. Yeah, I've been around for a few years, kind of. Not know. to me.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I was just like, who is this guy? Um, when did welcome. you figure
1: out who Dan was?
0: Me? Yeah. Well, it would have been the first round last year. Okay. No, I thought, but I never knew why he was there. I just figured he was showed was just up. a groupie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They just let you play with the bike. Yeah. So they're like, no, Does you Zach can We had somebody it? there yesterday that we didn't know who it was.
3: Yeah, it happens from time to time. I mean, we're, we're cool people. I mean, think about it. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be here? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't
0: know. Dan, You, always, I kind of want to start with this, and I don't know how you feel about sharing this, but you said something to me about, you know, just looking back at this season. I don't I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but you said something to the point of, I thought we peaked last year. Oh yeah,
3: absolutely. There's no secret to that. (laughs) We had a great year last year, right? I mean, like, just like the, the vibe part was really good. Had a good time. Made the main at St. Louis triple crown, which was my home race, which you're welcome. (coughs) Yeah. Super important. Um, so yeah, I was like last year. I'm like, Oh, that's, let's just do that again. That was perfect. No pressure. No bike failures, except for when you destroyed it in St. Louis. But you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that crash? They showed it yesterday. My crash. Your crash in the whoops
0: at St. Louis. They showed yesterday yeah. in a little highlight reel. Really? Yeah. Of you smacking the <laughs>
1: smacking down. I didn't know anybody ever got the shot. Yeah. It appeared magically yesterday. It appeared magically yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. You were
0: were you wearing the rainbow kit? It kind of like
1: rain like the
0: the Roxon kit. You know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. Maybe something close Probably. to that.
1: I remember I slapped the whoop pretty hard and so did my bike because it broke everything on the bike. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? I go all season breaking nothing and then just one crash that's not even that bad. Right, yeah. Wasn't breaks, it wasn't really that bad. Just breaks everything. Everything. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. Better question than the Cam's. Oh, thanks. All right. she' sure. wasn't a question. <clears throat> you thought we peaked last season. This is the same question so far. <laughs> <laughs> We're we have just now finished this season. We're doing five more. I've decided I'm doing five more. Do you want to do five more with me? Five more seasons of supercross, yes. Uh, or is that too many?
3: East Coast 250? Yes,
1: yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Jamie, driver Jamie, are you okay with driving for five more supercross East Coast?
2: I vote for seven,
1: but okay, I'll do five. Seven? Yeah, okay. Do you think we've peaked now? After this season? Or what are your thoughts? Wait, oh, uh, no. I mean, I think what
3: we found out this year was just, if you can ride at all, because I, ever since I've known you, there's no training really, right? And then this year you were able to be at, at the compound there for however long that was. And completely different, completely different. I mean, we went from, we've always been like, night guys right we've never worried about the 40s at least for me Mm -hmm. but the main event was it took some luck last year to kind of pull all that off to where this year right out of the gate we're just main event so expectations kind of changed i guess like instantly and then but we just rode that wave the whole year even when you quit riding i think just the grind of the season we've all kind of been there, done that at that point, so it was easy to just keep keep going even though you had kind of fallen off as far as your seat time. but if you can train and if you could legitimately train, I mean we could do we could do way better than what we did this year.
2: I have to agree um, you know they always say youth is wasted on the young uh, now that you're a little older, um, you actually realize how talented you really are. you put a good training program together before next season, and the season after, I don't expect just to sit there and worry about making mains. I expect to sit there and be basically pissed off if we're not top three.
1: Yeah. I think that will actually come, which is cool. And we're, we'll be able to do it in a way that is low stress and the way that we want to do it. And well, who asked me, somebody asked me last night, would you ride for the Phoenix Honda team? Wasn't any of you guys obviously, right? No, sir. No, sir. Uh, okay. No. And I was like, that's in my head. The first thing I thought was, oh, that's a stupid question. But it's <laughs> <laughs> no offense,
2: anybody over
0: there. Sorry,
1: whoever asked that. <laughs> sorry to Phoenix Honda uh, as well. Sorry. They Don't. seem like great bikes. I'm sure but, you guys are great. But the way that I answered it, just to, be, <laughs> just to clarify in the Phoenix Honda specifically, I was like, I wouldn't ride for factory Honda. I was like, unless factory Honda, which they want one day will support a Moto Academy team, then I don't want to do it. I think it's important that, and I've learned this in the past, I would do my own program. I would then get a ride. The ride would be horrible. The bike would suck. The team environment wouldn't be there. And then my results would go back down. And it was like this. The whole, my whole career path was just this. Now, that's why I asked if you guys want to do five years. Because if you guys want to do five more years, then... Uh, I see a clear path like that makes a lot of sense. I
2: have a question for you. Yes. Is this the most fun you've had since your pro career of this, this team that we've done this year?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the most fun I've had ever. The best I've ridden, not speed wise yet because I didn't have enough seat time uh, collectively to, to be the fastest or most fit that I've been yet, but I can be, but I was fit enough to be really comfortable on the bike.
2: Uh, But you were talking about the team environment. Is this like the best you've gelled with a team?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, what happened? With what?
0: We were going to be done. Yeah. In Houston.
3: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's do
1: five years. That's a good number. That's what it's over. (laughs) It's
3: like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) It
1: was a good pep talk. (laughs) It it was was close. I almost called it. You. Okay. Like you trained for the first time. I was almost just like this after Houston.
0: See ya. <laughs> yeah. It was like qualifying, right? Yeah. You're like, Oh, this isn't any fun.
1: Yeah. And I think I was just over. I, because I, in the off season, I was unsure. <laughs> oh man, this is going to sound bad. I was unsure going into the racing, how I would feel. And I was think. I think I was just thinking too much about that. And when I wasn't riding super well at Houston, my boots weren't broken in yet. I felt uncomfortable. I was getting arm pump. It was with any of the tracks that season, it was probably the easier, one of the easier tracks. So everybody was going fast, which everybody's going to go fast at first round. Anyways, I was just like, nah, this isn't mm. my, my mind was just in, in the wrong place. I think, uh, do you now- think you like came
0: in with too much expectation
1: on yourself because you trained this year? Yes, but I was very conscious of trying not to do that. But I think just when I got out on the track, it sort of changed. Maybe it could have just been the track. Honestly, the track was just easy and high speed and it was just like lame. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was trying so hard to go out there and have fun, but I'm like, oh, this track's not really that fun. I don't know. It was, that was a weird, that was a weird day. But then when it clicked, it clicked and it clicked for the entire, insi- entire season and now I don't see it ever unclicking again, to be
2: honest. That was like a magic point. That was the point yeah. in, in the in the whole next five years that you had to decide, uh, you know, work hard and enjoy the rewards or expect rewards without working hard. And you decided to work hard and the rewards came in bunches this year.
1: Yep, and each year I have always had, I've said this before many times, I have had the vision of business grows, it gets to a point where it can do its thing, and then I'd be able to put time in riding. I guess I just didn't expect to be able to just say, "Okay, I see that point getting very, very close." This year was a good example. We weren't fully there yet, but pretty close. Like I did a two and a half month preseason, whatever that was. That's that's pretty good. It's not a four month preseason or five month, but for me to say that I am going to do it for five years. i 34 years old. How it's old? just a number. Yeah, how old is uh who's the oldest? how old is Chris Blos? I have that? no idea. I
2: think he's probably three older. Eight. I'd say about that. He might be older. But I think he's older.
1: Yeah, but I I can be Chris Blos is great, but I think if I put in Chris Chris Blos is probably also putting in limited time compared to the guys that he's riding against. So, I think I could do better Uh, way better than where Chris Bloss is currently. You okay?
2: Sorry, I managed to get pneumonia in the last two weeks.
1: Mm. I could do better than what Chris Bloss is doing this year because I'll just simply put more time in and I'll accumulate more time throughout five consecutive years of like two years of good building, meaning the next two years, I expect that business will still be definitely taking up quite a bit of my time. And then three years after that to where it is full on, I'm a pro supercross rider and that's it. So like we talk about building,
3: right? So we had the first year went decent this year, obviously was a step up. So we're watching this trend go up that we expect to go up for the next five years for you throughout your career. How often were you coming back to the same situation? Oh,
1: it, every over and over. So like you rode, you had the same rides consistently. You weren't, you oh, weren't moving of, oh, around. No, I have come. I thought you meant like it was always, my whole career was one step forward, two steps back. So the trajectory yeah. would always be, <clears throat> I mean, I could run you guys through it roughly. First year of Supercross 20 th- 2012, rode for a factory KTM team. The bikes were... I think they were good. I can't remember, I was so unconscious then, just being 18 years old, having no idea what was going on in my life. I don't really remember much. The only thing I remember is being a nervous freaking wreck 100% of the time. And I, I remember a specific conversation with the team manager and they said, oh, if you don't you know get X place in this moto, then, uh, then you're done, literally, right? And that's I mean, As my that's my mechanics insane. get on the back of the bike. That's insane. And I'm 18. No. Getting timeline mixed up. First year of Supercross was on my own with Rudy Schellenberger, mxtrader.com, like or not my.net might, might have even been. It wasn't even a team. <laughs> it was a it was Vintage. A, a guy that Rudy, who I s- still see to this day, he was at MetLife. He's awesome. Somehow saw a post of mine on Facebook and said, hey, I, I want to try to buy you a, a bike and let's try to see if we can go racing East Coast. I was living at GPF at the time. I was 15 turning 16. So this was going into t- 2011. And he buys me a Honda, 2011 Honda 250. I ride it at a place called Paradise, I feel like it was called, in South Carolina. Don't have suspension on it don't have anything got suspension for the first round we went to Houston and i qualified 16th out of everybody which nobody could believe i couldn't believe it i'd never been to a supercross before i didn't know like what to do or qualified 16th i got 5th or 6th in the heat race and then ran 12th or 11th the entire main event and then washed out in a corner and i got like 16th my first ever supercross it was that's like that's crazy it was bizarre and then I ended up making most of the mains that year, just a 16 year old kid, nobody knew who I was because my dad had ran out of money and sent me to GPF to live on a friend's couch in his motorhome, and just was like, good luck. Hopefully somebody notices that you're good because we're out of money. So Rudy sends me first year of Supercross, fun, low pressure. Rudy was just happy to be there. I was just happy to be there. Year two, signed to the factory KTM team. Now it's good bikes. You have everything around you in place to be able to be successful other than the environment of the team was toxic all the way around. So now I'm 17 or 18 years old and surrounded by that. I still did pretty well. I I think I was, I, I was 11th to 12th in every single main. I never got a top 10. I remember that specifically because it was like the failure of the season was that I didn't get a top 10 and uh, looking back on it, that was a great, if the mindset was different, that was a great year or two of building if the mindset was different, because I went from being a 16th to 20th place guy to being 11th to 14th place guy. Great, great year of building. But in my mind, it was, it was all over race, Supercross, thought it was a failure, raced outdoors first few rounds for the team, got let go from the team because I wasn't doing good enough in outdoors then rode for a private KTM team where I'm traveling around in this rig with a couple of the riders and and they're like drinking and doing drugs in the mo- motorhome, And I'm just like an 18 year old kid, like what is going on here? Still doing pretty well the rest of that outdoor season. Then the next year I'm in the litter box. I'm in my 1993, Ford conversion van that was spray painted black with litter box written on the back of it. Just living the dream. My, my bike is on a bike rack on the back of it and buy a couple of Kawasaki's TLR does the motor the best he can as as cost effectively as he can factory connection does the suspension and I go to the races by myself in 2013. I was living at club MX for that year, trained pretty well preseason Top 10 in points, fourth at Indy Supercross, almost got a podium, uh, sixth place, seventh place, place, eighth place, like right back up to, again, if the mindset was just, if I could just learn and grow, the trajectory was perfect, but it was such a roller coaster of emotions the entire time that it didn't feel like I was doing this. It just felt like I was doing this. So, killer year. Then I go outdoors on the 450. The bike was horrible. The suspension was horrible that year. It was like the first year they had air forks and it was just really bad, killed it. I was top 10 speed in outdoors. I rode like 15th, 18th place, scored points at every round, like killed it. Each year, by the way, my two digit number is getting lower and lower. It goes from 93 to second year. So I earned 93, 2012, I was 93, 2013, I was 73. 2014, I was 57. I was riding for Club MX Honda team now. Vince Friese was my teammate. Jay Owen was my teammate. Same exact problem. Now I have a good bike. Now I have a team around me. Now I have a semi. And the environment wasn't good. Brandon at Club MX was not mature enough yet, I don't think, to be able to run a team right. I certainly wasn't mature enough to know what the heck was going on still. And the suspension company that we were trying to do it with was trying to take Vince Friese settings and force me to use it. And when I kept saying this isn't working for me, they didn't believe me. Meanwhile, two people couldn't ride any different than Vince Friese and myself, like unbelievable stuff and great results. Again, fifth place in, uh, St. Louis could have been, a, 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 it was like a photo finish. It was Baggett, me and somebody else going off the finish third, fourth, fifth. Uh, sixth place, seventh place that year. I don't know what I got in points, but like I was consistently up there, but it was a mental, just, it sucked. It really sucked. So then the motivation just goes to zero at that point. I'm like, I'm not racing outdoors. Didn't do anything that summer. Now we go into 2015 and this is where it sort of just starts to do this a little bit. I, I think I lost all of motivation in that 2014 year. Although again, Results were still pretty much this 13 to 14 results were a little bit more of a plateau, which at year three, I think a plateau would probably be expected. uh, if you were to look at it realistically, 2015, I get a Suzuki for some reason. Why did I get a, why did I ever get a Suzuki in 2015? (laughs) It was horrible. 250 Suzuki, horrible. Trained at Club MX, half-assed my training from all I can remember, and I, I I half-assed my training a lot back then. I thought I was training hard, but I really wasn't looking back on it. 2015 results now backwards, and this is when it really started to unravel because then now I'm like, oh, boy, I can't do it. That's when I was just like, I can't do it. And- This is what year? 15. 15. 15 was the year that I started. I've been training people one-on-one all throughout. 15 is the year- that I'm starting to think, okay, maybe I need to do this this in a class setting somehow. The idea was there, didn't really put it together yet, but it's now on my mind like, okay, I think I can start doing this class thing. I'm getting better at teaching. I don't think I can be successful in this sport. That's 2015 is that turning point. 2016, I get an invite to move to Georgia and operate a facility, a new facility, in somewhere in Georgia, no idea where. Get down there, dude. I, they, I'm not going to use names just so I can speak f- freely about this. Uh, didn't have any money, couldn't do anything. I was promised like, oh, we're going to get there. Th- we're whoever you want to build this track, however you want it built. This is they'll you, they'll do whatever you want. Okay, cool. Get down there. Nothing. I'm in a machine. I'm in like this old excavator that is like. 50 years old, trying to like chop down little trees so I can make the track a little longer. The excavator is so crappy that like to go straight, it just does this. So I'm doing this, I gotta readjust doing this, readjust doing this chopping down trees. At one point, a tree falls down. It gets wedged through the middle thing. Now it's wedged in between my two controls, which is then spinning me in circles in the excavator. (laughs) As the tree is is through the glass and past my head like this, and I'm just in this excavator. I've never heard (laughs) any of this story before. I'm like on the skid steer trying to build jumps, but I can't build jumps. I don't know what's going on. I'm driving two hours each way in a Volkswagen TDI diesel little thing. And from Savannah, Georgia, which we hated and Allie was miserable. I was making like $150 a week. I And I was trying to ride and, and train with the kids that I was training there, which I, there was probably nobody there. There was probably like three people. Um, Show up, I do 450 East Coast Supercross that year. Make, <laughs> Every single main, get top 15, 450 supercross. Like, I'm very fast this year. Detroit, three races in, I'm qualifying in time, qualifying like fourth or fifth. And I'm out there in a group. I'm doing a quad that only me and Tomac were doing. I think Malcolm Stewart ended up jumping it, and that, that was it. Uh, Reed, nobody else was doing it. Ended up dabbing my foot in the whoops, tear my ACL. Now I'm in Georgia. Depressed, Ali's depressed. I finished the season, make all the rest of the main events with the torn ACL somehow. And that was the last, that was like the giving up of the riding almost for sure at that point. And then also, okay, well, this facility is ridiculous. The facility can't possibly ever happen. This is a failure also. Now I'm just going to go try to figure out these traveling classes. And when I was on the couch with a torn ACL, and then I just, I did the website. I built the website and made the brand AJ Zero Moto X Academy. I scheduled out like three or four, or maybe two or three traveling classes and just to give it a test run. And then that was kind of the beginning of that. And then the years, the years from 16 to 21, basically 17 to 21 were all of the same. It was no training. And in my mind, at certain points, it was like, well, let's make a game out of this. And like, everybody knows I'm not training, but let's see how good I can do considering I'm not training. And like, it, it's kind of funny and cool, not cool. And let's build the brand. In the meantime, thank God that went, that part of it at least went well. <laughs> um, it helps. <laughs> and it just, it, it was just, I mean, such we're, a, we're glad. It yeah. Was we appreciate it was just such a, <laughs> um, yeah, very happy. <laughs> It was just such a discouraging trajectory of a career path, but it was only because I had the complete—I had no—I gu- didn't have guide—I didn't have guidance. Uh, I—I had—I uh, was looking at it as like a fixed thing. Everybody always told me I was the most talented person on a dirt bike. Everybody told me I was really smart, like all the things that nobody should tell you. And so I spent my entire career from 2010, 2011 to twenty twenty one proving to myself and other people that I was talented, which is not even a real thing. Now something has shifted to where, Oh, it all it is, is just building, building build. It doesn't matter how old you are. It just, and you, what it does is it completely unlocks a different takes away fear because you look at things logically. There's nothing to actually be scared of other than dirt bikes can be dangerous and scary sometimes. And now it's just like, oh, I, I can see clear, clearly now five years, 2028, if I make a five-year plan, why couldn't I win a Supercross championship in that five-year plan if I did it the right way? Not to mention, who cares if I don't? Who cares if I make that goal? Who cares if I tell that goal to the entire world and don't reach it? But what is the byproduct of not reaching that goal? Race wins? heat race wins podiums uh, that's not bad <laughs> the oh, only failure you're
2: gonna have is if you don't have the persistence I mean that's it's you know the more persistent you are and not giving up you'll never hit failure failures when you stop
1: well, what was my what was my goal like the last what's our been what's our goal been sort of low-key even if we've meant to try to avoid this the last two years what's the goal been? the last two years when we're physically at a race what what is kind of have fun, what's, make what's, the main. Okay. Yeah. So that's wrong. The first part's right. The second part's wrong. So once, because if your goal is make the main, I, uh, 20, let's use 2020. for yeah, let's use 2022 as an example. I didn't accomplish one of my goals, not a single one of them, but because my goals are ridiculously high now. But what it did is it created all of the, I was accomplishing all and taking all of these things off the list that like I never would have thought two years ago would have been possible because the goals were just outrageously high, but I didn't have the expectation of obtaining them. I just knew that it was like a more of a long-term vision um, because if your goal is to make the main event and you don't reach that main event, what's the byproduct? Like periodic main events, barely getting into the main events via LCQ like that's where that type of mindset puts you. Yep. It's a dangerous mindset to have. Like I I don't the more that I think about it, I think <laughs> that as long as you can learn to not have expectation short term, everybody's goal <coughs> should be to to win probably. Not short term, well, but long term. Like what if everybody created a 5-year plan and continue to just push that to a five-year plan. Like, that doesn't turn into four. doesn't turn into three because now you're chasing the clock. If you just have a five-year plan and that plan is really, really, that goal is super, super high, you just start accomplishing stuff and it just starts happening. And you don't think about, like, what if I don't do it?
2: No, I like that. The five-year plan. If there's yeah. 100 things on it and we, and we get 85 of them, we just scored 85%. Yep.
1: And I was telling somebody last night as well, like, Oh, that would have been so bummed. Uh, I have five-year and ten-year plans, business-wise, too, and there's certain things that I'll write down in my book. Like 2033, I want to have a, I want to make a hundred million dollars. 2033, so that's ten years from now. I had it written down as ten million dollars, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, I really want to and should realistically make more than ten million dollars by 2033. That shouldn't be the goal because that's the goal. The byproduct might be five or six million by 2033. If I'm building the biggest brand in motocross, six million by 2033 is unacceptable. So yeah, I was I like, why don't we set the goal as 100 million? And if I end up at 2033 with 45 million, I'm okay with that. You can yep, make rubber. it work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it work. We'll, make it work. <laughs> we'll, we'll find we can a make way. make that work.
0: Hey, you know, we talked about this with Tomac, right? You know, you, you at one point, and I've brought this up a bunch of times, but you at one point told me you, you were like, you know, my goal was to be a pro dirt bike rider. Mm-hmm. Eli Tomek's goal
1: was to be a champion. From a young age. That's the from, difference. That's the difference. And yeah. I always knew that was the difference I thought, but I didn't understand why. Now that I full, I'm not I don't fully, but I'm starting to really understand how the mind works. Like I was five years old when in kindergarten, I still have it we made this little like stick figure human thing. And then we had to write down our life goals and like the kids would always write. And this is sad and kind of tragic. If you think about it, what would kids write on that? I want to be a astronaut or I want to be all, all Doctor, of these things. Lawyer, cop, whatever, yeah, all good things. Exactly. And none of them, none of them probably did it, you know, which is sad because they think they, at that time they're so creative and imaginative. And then they, they, they set that goal of like, I want to be an astronaut. And then they just like, uh, Let's just be realistic. Well, I think a lot really of that sad. is
2: society too, though. I mean, and that's where the Moto Academy comes in, where we're opening minds. We're set, we're, we're, we want people to think different. We want people to have like the hundred goals and we accomplish 85, not the one goal. And oh, shit, we didn't make it. You just give up on it.
1: Yeah. So the, what the problem was in that, that time period is five years old. Um, I wrote on that project, I want to be a pro dirt bike rider. Still in my dad's house hanging on the wall. That was the first mistake because that goal was way, way, way too Too low. low. Eli Tomac at five years old, his dad would not have allowed him to set that goal. That was not the goal. His goal was to be the best dirt bike rider of all time. Now what's the byproduct? One of the top. Pretty second close. Pretty pretty close. So he's pretty, <laughs> pretty much close. pretty close. pretty close. He did all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was funny is when I did that project, I wrote the same thing. You well, want to be a pro dirt bike rider? Well, I want to be a pro dirt bike rider. Really? Yeah, that didn't work, but I got the next best thing. So, yeah. you know, we're yeah, still You're here. still in it. Yeah,
1: you're still in it. We're still here. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So this year was a year of, I think, having the perfect team around us. That's us. Me learning. That's us. That's us. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, that's me. That's, that's us, guys. I said, it's like, I said,
3: that's us. I looked over 10. That's us. Well, I mean, in, in the truth, though, like, kind of the reason like I asked that to begin with, like, we appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. Very much. I mean, much. we are
3: not much, right? Where like, we're just we a bunch from? of misfits here. It is a random group it of is people. It's very what? random. What? I came from Limegate in 2018. Yeah. The bike was going from Minneapolis to Dallas.
1: We just had the lime situation,
3: yeah. Where
1: it, there was standing water with lime in it, bike was ruined,
3: yeah. ruined.
1: And so were the people. And I didn't know who you were at that point.
3: No, no, we had a mutual okay. connection. Mm-hmm. I don't know the story. So yeah, AJ
1: number two knew Dan. Yeah, okay. <sighs> I, I don't even remember you at that time AJ came. number two's involvement. I think he was he wasn't very involved either. No, yeah, I don't think he was definitely him. more
3: on like the academy side than the racing side because we had. Um, Mike was driving the Vortex van. What year is this, 20 or 19? 18, I think. 19? Yeah. Well, so the bike was going north to south, and I was in between there. So bike stopped in, and we got overnight with it, I think, like 12 hours with the bike. That was it? Because you got it. it
1: good. I remember yeah. it showing up to the next race, and all the privateers' bikes were still mangled, and mine looked sick.
3: Yeah. Well, we framed it down. There's a time lapse, sick time-lapse video. We framed it down. Cleaned everything. There's a video of that.
0: Yeah, dude.
3: Yeah. So I came from from Limegate, Then you guys flew me down to Dallas for that round. Um, we were hanging out with uh, that arrow was like the uh, Bowers riding for. Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Super nice guy. Too. Super good dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, either way, that was that was it. So I went to that. <laughs> You rode the bike at Texplex horrible, for the first horrible time. Horrible super cross track that day. But that was yep. my first pro level experience right there mm-hmm. was watching you ride at Texplex, standing wow. on the face of a triple. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> Yo. I, I, I mean, I've never,
1: I don't I mean, think I jumped
3: the triple that day. I don't remember. I don't think I did. I just remember being like, this is such a different level than I'm used to. This is insane. Yeah. I would love to. Even just not at that point, I wasn't even thinking to be playing the role I'm playing now. I was just like, that's just cool to be around. Well, I mean, 100%. that's a whole different level of dirt bikes than I've ever seen. Dude, I'll and never I was forget. Hooked.
0: I'll never forget. We went to Tyler Rattray's back when it existed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was the first time I ever stood on a supercross track. And I looked at the whoops. I'm like, these are bigger than the doubles at my house.
3: Oh, absolutely. You just
0: remember those moments. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Where the heck did you come from?
2: Well, um, <laughs> one of his first academies or schools traveling things was in, in Pennsylvania was at Sleepy Hollow and I didn't know him. My son wanted to go to this class with this pro guy. I'm like, yeah, sure. What the hell? And I didn't even mean to park next to him, but I parked next to him where he parked next to me. Cause he was, he, he might've been he late. Was late, Yeah. yeah. He was late. <laughs> and <Shocker. laughs> uh, we were, uh, sitting and talking about, um, expanding other classes in our area Long story short, he did one, then basically in my backyard. And instead of getting a hotel, I said, "Hey, you know, why waste the money? Just stay at the house." So he stayed at my house. Um, we actually had a Guinness. That was the first beer I ever had with AJ, wow. and because uh, I was afraid, I was embarrassed. Like I, I told my wife, I'm like, "Hey, there's a pro athlete coming. I, I don't know what they eat. Like you know, like berries. Like I'm not sure what, what he's going <laughs> to eat." <Dude. laughs> no, I'm serious. So
0: wow, we have the same. Experience. Yeah. So, so
2: I ended up getting a taco tray I figured hey, what the hell let's just try tacos that's everybody likes tacos and I'm sitting there drinking water <laughs> I, I, I remember I'm drinking water thinking oh I'm choking this water down and he goes what he goes I could go for a, he, he said he goes I could go for a beer I'm like oh thank god I said what kind do you want he goes well do you have any Guinness I'm like I have a whole fridge
3: full I absolutely do. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so and then he you know he gave my life story you know helicopter mechanic firefighter retired and he called me one day and said, Hey, uh, you want to work for me? And I was like, absolutely. And wow. that's how it started.
0: Wow. We have such a similar story in the, in all of that, because like uh, COVID hit, I message AJ, everybody knows this story. So I'm not going to share all of it, but, um, go down, make a video, made a bunch of videos. You come to do a Vermont class, like right after. And I'm like, Hey, I would love to. And this was in my mind all planned, right? Like he didn't know this. But I was like, I I didn't get the interview down there because I wanted a second, like, like a second, like, um, whatever the word is. Meaning. Yeah, sure. I was like, hey, when you land, come by the house. I'm 10 minutes from the airport and we'll do an interview. And it was the same thing. I'm like, well, don't drive an hour and a half. Just stay here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like,
2: what do you feed him? Frick, what do you feed him? It's like a so wild made, animal. You don't know what they eat. It's a wild animal. That's yeah. a And I was like waiting
0: him. for him and, and he was getting a rental car and that took forever. So I'm like, Frick, I'll make pizza rolls. And I made pizza rolls. That's a and great made pizza decision. Rolls. And I was like, okay, we're good. But then my safe bet was, pizza rolls. no, but then my safe bet, I don't know if you remember this, was oh. I'll take him to Chipotle.
1: Okay, that's a good tip.
0: And then I learned my first lesson about AJ that if it's not five minutes away, we're not going. Because my fair. Chipotle is about 20 minutes. Everything's 20 too far. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: He, we're, we're like
0: not even halfway there. Do you there. guys know
1: that about me too? We're weird? Weird? Yeah. Dude, how would we oh, not yeah. know that by now? That's why
2: every hotel we land in, uh, uh, we're very close to a Starbucks. Nothing else, very. but we're very, very close to close a to Starbucks. Starbucks. Well, dude, okay, no, it was like Starbucks.
0: we roll up. Uh, we're Good not sponsor. even halfway there. And AJ Starbucks. goes like, how far is this? And I'm like, "Frank."
1: Oh, well we learned.
3: we just lied to him. That's the easiest way. I was like,
1: Oh, we're almost there. Yeah. Yeah. Where we live in Naples right now is 20 minutes from everything. And it's like a, it's like my nightmare. It's not going to work. It's (laughs) it's not going to work. It's very centrally located, but it's 20 minutes from each thing. And it's like 20 minutes from the beach. It's 20 minutes from whole foods. It's 20 minutes from like fifth Ave and all the nice restaurants. It's just too far. Sounds like a horrible life from everything. (laughs) It's unacceptable. Yeah. It's really, it's not even, I guess the problem is it's, Twenty minutes in Vermont's a little better, maybe. Sure. Um, twenty well, minutes, 20 in, minutes is twenty miles. Twenty minutes in Florida, you're hitting twenty five stoplights, and you're just like, "Come on!" Now. Oh, see, that's a different kind of twenty minutes. Yeah, though. i are not agree. making any progress. Because when
2: we would go to his house to the dog pound, I mean, the mileage wasn't far in the van, but everybody that drives on that road down there, uh, oh yeah. my god, they don't—they most of them shouldn't have a license. Yeah, what an nightmare.
0: Oh,
1: I off topic. <laughs> okay, we'll bring it back after. Uh, I had an 85-year-old woman in the Publix parking lot the other day in Naples roll her window down because, you know, parking lots that have the angle to where it's designed to be a one-way parking Mm -hmm. situation. I turned down the wrong way and this old woman rolled her window (laughs) down and said, you're going the wrong way, you effing idiot. And I was just like, me? (laughs) Like I didn't she's even She's not know. wrong. I didn't even know. <laughs> and then I get, I'm like, I'm like all discombobulated. Now I'm trying to turn around and go back the right way because I've got yelled at by this old woman. Uh, she's probably passed away by now. So. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> probably.
2: Um, on that note, happy Mother's Day to everybody. I mean. This is on Mother's Day. We're doing this happy
3: podcast. So happy Mother's Day to oh, all yeah, the mothers. Yeah, yeah. That's was a good lead in. For shortly, that idea,
1: wasn't it? Yeah. shortly thereafter, <laughs> just, Inches away from getting to another old woman with like those giant blocker sunglasses, pulls out without looking. And now I'm swerving and I have to dodge car. It is like, it is a danger zone that play because the youngest driver that you'll encounter around there is like 78 years old. The average driver is probably 92. But what's nice here is you're the problem of all this.
3: I guess so so, maybe you're too without young me, they're, of a driver. just Yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, without about.
0: you there, it's all fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they know which way to pull in the parking All, right, all right, Let's, yeah, let's right.
0: bring it back. Let's bring it back. Um, okay. So Houston was a roller coaster. Um, I mean, I, the three big moments that stand out for the season for me were Houston, Daytona and Nashville. The others were kind of second to that in my mind. You had a couple days. (coughs) What races stood out to you?
2: So the, the, the fun stood out to me. Okay. Like I really loved the, so Daytona, one of the things you're not going to top, you know, just the jumping in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. We Well, even before you jumped in the (laughs) ocean, (laughs) you know, we drive the van, the new litter box. Yes. And we park it. Right by the ocean, nobody thinking anything of it. And we go into this biker bar for, well, we didn't go to the biker bar for a beer. We actually went for food because we were yeah, starving. It's the only thing open. And we walked in there. No dice. And then the one big guy hugged us because we were had the Moto Academy stuff on. And I was oh, like, really? oh, shit, we're getting killed. What? Oh, yeah. We went in that front door. You and Dan went upstairs. Yeah. I and mean, me and Sinjin went in the front door. And this monster of a human being walked up. And I had the Moto Academy shirt on. And he said, Moto Academy, Kenzo. And oh. he gave me a hug and I was like, oh God.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, I
2: mean, I'm pretty big. And this guy was like, I mean, he had fur. Like I felt like I got a, like a coat. Like it was. I had a yeah, he was, he was big. But I, I mean, after that, the fun part was. Dan. I, I, okay,
0: I, hang on, I, hang on, hang on. We got to, we got to back up. Cause Daytona was like a, a pivotal moment in the season. And part of the deal is in this like long form thing we're going to do is like, we're going to show the footage of Daytona that didn't make it on YouTube. The ending of the Daytona video this year was this sweet little like, oh baby AJ, you know, would never think we would be, you know what I mean? That is not what happened, like at all. It's like totally the opposite of what happened. So like we had done, you know, Houston made the main, Tampa missed the main, don't know what happened at Tampa, I wasn't there. I think I think we made the main the next round.
3: Um, yeah, Arlington, Triple Crown, third round we made. We made the Triple Crown without having to go to the LCQ. Right. And then Daytona. And Daytona. then it was Daytona.
2: Well, I think before you go to Daytona, Arlington was
3: one yeah, of that's my- That's where I saw the speed.
2: Yeah, the Arlington was Arlington. one of my favorite, favorite, favorite. Like, that's where Dan and I talked about it. Arlington is where we're like, oh, shit. He's he, fast. He's to race. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you describe to me quickly the track at Arlington? Because I cannot remember. I can't remember. Great Wait, dirt. Which one's Arlington? Oh, Arlington is that is where Dallas. Deegan was doing that corner? No, that was Houston. That was Houston. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. It's was yeah. the first it's round? It's Jerry Jones's Dallas Cowboy building. That's, the that's the yeah, big Arlington. The Texas, big,
1: Texas the, Live? Yes, Texas Live. Yeah, yeah, Texas Live. The yeah. Bull. The bowl. What place did I qualify?
3: I don't know, because all I remember is what... And it was honestly the chance. I mean, we've already made the main and stuff at this point, right? Like at Houston and stuff. We're rolling along good. But I'm, I, it must have been, you know, one of the qualifiers and I'm watching. And I obviously can't see much of the track, m- most of the rounds. So he's letting me know. But I'm watching you and you're just absolutely flying. That, I think I that mean, was the
2: first one when, I, when you said, Where, Where's our boy? And I said, uh, like 12th, 11th, 9th. 8th and it was all in the yeah. same lap and then you're like you know bleep 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 let's go you know?
3: <laughs> I mean really like that was just the section I could see really good and it was mainly like on the ground right because usually in front of me you're was coming it where I was jumping the, the wall stretch or was it the yeah, one coming over the wall and then across me and then maybe it was like a 180 and then came back um, I don't remember for sure yeah. but I just know in that point in time watching you just get through this section that I can see really well I'm like Wow, because I had not seen ground speed like that before. <laughs> well, I'm serious, no, like this, that this was insane. I'm just like, well, okay, that's different. We're like, it's different now, dude. Yeah, it's like the technique. Speed. The technique was, was always was crazy. Good.
0: the The pro level riding was always there, but like the intensity showed up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This the sure. ground speed.
3: The ground yeah, speed. <laughs> uh, it was, and that at that point, I was like, okay, like <gasps> that kind of just changes my mindset to where. The whole time I've been around, it's like, yeah, if we can squeeze it in the main, that's a successful weekend. I right? believe. And at that point, like it clicks for me. I'm like, oh, well, we're, I mean, we're fat. Like, that's-
2: Wasn't that the first time he rode pissed off?
3: I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, doubt it. Yeah,
2: because that was the one after Tampa. Because remember, we were, there was a lot of anger in Tampa and he got no, over There was it. a
1: lot of anger in Daytona.
2: Yeah, but Tampa, you were a little bit upset, too. Um, Really? Yeah.
0: Well, understood, right? Because now you're 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. You made the main, you didn't make the main. Yeah, expectations are already different. Right? Like, which one was the mess up?
2: Yes. Right. But then you got to Arlington, and that was the first sign of, we're going to have a
3: good year. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A lot of cursing on the radio. A lot of bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, it was good.
0: Well-deserved. So, we were all into Daytona, right? And... Daytona was just like, what do you, I don't even remember really what happened. Like the whole day. I just know how it ended and it ended in disaster. You, oh, it was suspension. Right. Yeah. So that was the suspension day. Mm-hmm. So like you pulled off in the middle of qualifying and I was like, that that's not what we do. <laughs> I was like, what was that? You know, and then did you pull out in the heat race? No, LCQ. Just the LCQ. Walk
1: me through what happened Hey, Donut Night. <laughs> Just from your perspective. Uh Heat race. Can't remember. I feel like I rode pretty well in the heat started race. Started
3: way before the heat race. Yeah. our bad well, I will say early.
1: that whatever happened to the forks that day, they were never right the whole rest of the season. So I'm glad I don't have to ride that bike ever again, to be honest. Uh although I did like that bike a lot, there was something wrong with those forks the whole rest of the season. I wouldn't, I mean, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean,
3: you
2: did, I mean, we only had two sets and you actually did practice. So the practice bike, we we abused both sets and we didn't have time to send another set out.
3: Yeah, we we tried to pick the least clapped set we thought (coughs) we maybe had.
1: Yep, so (laughs) Daytona (laughs) was riding well with considering the bike. Heat race, pretty sure I rode well, maybe just missed it. So he
0: race you did ride well actually. I think I did? I think
1: I think so too. Yeah. I think yeah. I just missed it. So LCQ Maybe good gate pick, yeah. good start because this is when I stopped using the the button for the get system. For yeah, the because starts. we
3: pulled the whole shot in the last qualifier.
1: Yeah, and that was when I was like, oh, all right, I'm just going to do this by feel instead of trying to rely on the traction control on the starts. So got rid of the stopped using the get thing for the starts specifically good start in time qualifying, good start in the heat race, I think. Uh, and then <coughs> great start in the LCQ. Come around, get slammed, and bumps me back to sixth, and then I kamikaze the section coming in before the sand. <laughs> just right in front of me, yeah. And right it would have worked perfect, but right when I went to do it, I think it was Simonson on the 170 Cowie, and this was just like, Talk about racing incident. He yep. would have had no idea I was coming. Right. He saw what was going on in front of him and tried to dart to the right, but he darted to the right, right as I was like, we're pinning it. Yep. And so I just flew straight off over the berm. Now I came from dead last dead back, last. flying by guys, riding really well. And then one thing happened and I can't even remember what it was. And it might've been maybe two or three things that happened within one lap. It was one lap that yeah. went from me charging through to me like f this i'm, I'm out of here yeah um i think you're just getting
0: bumped around
1: i right? think i was just getting bumped around by the same group of two or three people that like i got just hung up in for that lap and then i was just like get i yeah i'm out and so i just pulled off
2: i don't think so, your head was in that one to be honest with you
1: daytona
0: as a whole yeah
2: yeah as a whole the, between the suspension and then um First of all, will call is never like in the same state. So, like, I remember right. we had will call issues trying to get stuff. Well, and- so
0: Daytona is a special race for a lot of reasons. Let's go to the bathroom. Okay. Daytona is <laughs> a, a special race for a lot of reasons. It's kind of a nightmare as far as like everything goes because it's not run by Feld. It's the only race that isn't right. run by Feld. Right. Right. So, it's the only race that's completely different from all the others. And we had a million freaking people there. Million people. Million people. Way too many. We had... Everybody goes to Daytona. Everyone in New England goes to Daytona for some reason.
3: They all show up. At- it's a great venue. Yeah, right. I mean, great venue.
2: All the New Englanders. Yeah, all the history migrate. for Daytona track, you know, between the Supercross, the the um, Daytona 500, right. the, the Rolex, the, the bike week. I get it why everybody's there. Absolutely. But like just we talked about at the beginning of the podcast... Um, there's that gel that the four of us sitting here, right. we might be the smallest team, but like, yeah. you know, we're the little team that could. No, there's there's something to be said, like
0: man, it's crazy we're in this situation. Who would have thought? Uh yeah. I'll be the first to say. Like I I don't wanna sound like I doubt people or whatever. I did not think we were gonna make it through a heat race. No. And we did that how many times?
2: Uh enough. I have to say that I actually did think so.
0: Well, of course you
2: did. Oh, no. You uh, believe in Mr. Positive. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I might be Mr. Mr. Positive, positive, but no, there's a different reason. I did spend a few weeks with him at the dog pound. Right. Yeah. True. So, I came
3: into Houston blind. Yeah. So, so we, uh, yeah.
2: I got to see a different side of him. Like I always knew he had talent, you know, but I got to see the. <coughs> I, I I got to see him with Jet and Hunter on tracks that were he wasn't getting lapped. He wasn't losing time. You know, he, he was doing the five minute moto less than a straightaway away. Yeah. And if you know, those two are the best in the world, that's pretty legit. There's a good chance that, you know, he's not far off.
3: That's pretty legit, but there's just a lot that goes into Daytona. That's not a normal weekend. Right. You know what I mean? So it's already maybe a little jostled around just with the setup. And it went kind of downhill from there. It went downhill from but we did. Not we, for us. We had a great time. I mean, we yeah, we did. We had a great time. We did struggle with the front end of the bike pretty much the whole day. Um, yep. Shout out to uh, Factor Connection. They were able to kind of love on him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that, the thought process. And Tyler
2: Stepik for helping us yeah, get into the Yeah, I mean, we, we were pits.
3: doing everything, I felt like, in our power, right? We don't have right. parts. Exactly. It's not like we have a second set of forks that I can just be like, oh, well let's just try this other set. Right. Well, our, nope. our perspective rate right,
0: is the story. We believe what happened is like AJ ran such a soft setup that those forks were just getting mangled. finally
3: caught up to him. Yeah. 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 The forks are just
0: getting mangled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so AJ, the, sorry, the night you left the LCQ somewhere in the middle of it,
3: Sir, you have to talk into the mic. Yeah, you got to talk into the mic. (laughs) Uh, It's his first time.
0: It's his first time. Yeah, so. um, And then we do a little interview. None of which I used. Because you were just coming after the guy. Everything, oh, yeah. it was the most Upset. hypocritical conversation I've ever oh, yeah. had with you. Cause you were, you literally But said, you were pissed. And you we were like, okay. No, you said something really funny. It was something along the lines of like, he hit me, so
1: now I'm gonna go hit him because that's not how you should ride.
0: <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs>
1: like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, I thought he hit me intentionally and I'm at the point in my career where I'm like, if somebody's gonna hit me like that intentionally, I am gonna break their leg, but which okay, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> logically, yeah, I guess so it's just like don't mess with me. I'm there to do my thing. Like I'm not gonna hit you. Yeah, don't put me at risk. Yeah, right. Or I'll break your leg. And so when I watch that footage back, <laughs>
0: it's the or
1: it's <laughs> the mafia mentality. Everything's
3: good. Everything's break good. Break his legs.
0: Yeah, like, hand. well, let me just do the same thing that's to him.
1: The, that's the cat and zero in me. We got that Italian, A little Italian. <laughs> uh we got that, Neil. Then I got home and watched the footage, and I'm like, ah, that was definitely it wasn't his fault. So here's what's, here's That's what fair. was wild about that. It was night. partially
3: his fault, but it was partially my fault.
0: You you hop, you get there, you hop in the car, you head home, and then checked all of us out. are there.
3: What he checked out on us, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, and then like the three of us are left, and that night of racing was so epic, epic, epic. Like the 250 main was insane. And we're sitting right at like the, the quad yes. where bikes are just barely making it the whole moto. Right. And then the 450 race was insane. And I can't remember why
3: Tomax. Why?
0: Yeah. And then they mobbed the frickin, <laughs> um field. That's when oh. the tough block story happens, which was
3: crazy.
0: <laughs> also one of the fun, I had not board.
3: remembered that that was a thing. So I just see this. No, they just mowed it down sea like- of people. And I'm just like, Oh boy. No, like Like, bikes are still on the track. Yeah.
0: Literally there were bikes on the track. And what was so funny is on the broadcast, they're like, Oh, it's so great in Daytona. Like they can like storm the podium. And it's like, then you see like the footage of the, the the just just being mobbed, just mowing people down. There's bikes on the track and there's just people sprinting. Oh my gosh. It was so, it was so, it was crazy. Um, and then, yeah. And then the most iconic, night of our lives happened i think for this season
2: that a lot of things happened that night i mean like because of dan and that night and, and aj my son decided what he figured out his future for the rest of his life he's like yeah i want to be with you guys forever you're welcome yeah, yeah thank you Yep. now i have to pay for school thank you mm-hmm. yeah well but the Island's- biker bar got a dog
3: you got a dog. Well, the whole thing is, we're always searching for food, right? Like, oh, by the time we get out of a facility, you know, a, it's midnight. a track, it's crazy late. Post COVID, nobody's open anymore, right? And we decided that this biker bar on the beach was our best bet,
0: <laughs> dude. So we like we leave Daytona because Good thinking. Yeah, well, it's Bike Week, yeah. So we're, we're trying like, to get we away to, from. Yeah, we're like, the we gotta track. get out of here. Yeah, get out of Daytona, and then we were staying north of Daytona. We're like, let's just go over there, try to find something that's open. And Jamie doesn't eat Waffle House anymore.
2: Well, you basically tried to kill me.
0: No, no, Waffle House is great. Waffle House is great. <laughs> Jamie, I was going IHOP. You're Waffle just, House was. You're just sensitive.
2: No, I'm not. No, no. I I did the Mexican. I did the sushi. I did everything. But when you have the Waffle House we had and you shit for five hours straight, (laughs) there's something wrong. I love Waffle House. So we
0: can't go to Waffle House, which is usually our go-to. It is. Because it's always open. It's always always consistent.
3: Yeah. It's the same every time. It's the same every
0: time. You know. Dad, I'll start shit in the bed. So so we go. No more. um, Oh, yeah. I just. (laughs) I was in charge of food. I don't know why that always lands on me.
3: Uh, That's pretty much you every time.
0: I don't know why, dude. I like hate that job, but whatever. So I, I found the only thing that was open (laughs) that may have had a kitchen open. It's this little,
1: what's going on with that couch? Which part? Yeah. They're
0: like sickly over there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You guys okay? No, we'll make it. We have plenty of time to recover now. Yeah.
0: Now we have what? a couple months. I got to keep going. Yeah, I know. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Just yes. <laughs> <He's sick. laughs> do one of those. I'm pretty sure I got jet sick. Did I tell you that? Jet he sounded sick yesterday. I know. And I was definitely sick with him last hey, week. Hey, on Thanks. the
2: positive side, we didn't get you sick all year. We waited till the last round to get sick. Exactly. Uh, well, don't do it You're now because <laughs> this is where I
1: make my money.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anywho. So, um, we find this little pub, like out on the beach. Went up, no food, typical. We're like, all right, it's a gas station night. But the whole trip there... We had a really interesting conversation in the van. Because we were talking about like Daytona did not go our way, racing wise, whatever. But then you and the three of us and who else was there? Sinjan. Sinjin. Um we were just talking about like how cool is it that we get to do this? Yeah. We're like we we're at Daytona. We can't possibly have a bummer day at Daytona. Right. It's Make Daytona the memories, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we were just talking about the memories we're making. We're talking about like um, just how, like Columbia, Missouri,
3: like, shout out Como.
0: Yeah. Burlington, Vermont. Never heard of it. Hazelton, Pennsylvania. Yo, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Okay, that's good, I, huh?
2: Never thought you were getting you that a million years. Never thought you were getting that. <laughs> but just like,
0: it doesn't make any sense for any of us. Right. So it's like, we're at Daytona. Like it's, it's awesome. Like we're in Florida. That's awesome. It is. You know, so anywho, it's all snow. It's like, that's why over. we're
2: sick. Cause we've gone from yeah. 12 degrees to 90 degrees to 12 degrees rain, yeah. 90 degrees. Oh, we were all out in the rain all day yesterday. Anywho. And then the ocean.
0: So we're at this, this place. We're like, all right, it's a gas station dinner kind of night, whatever. We're walking back to the van after talking about all these memories. And we're like, I love that. I could take credit for this, by the way. I'm like, you know, it'd be a good memory. If we go, if we went and stuck our feet in the water.
3: Cause we're parked, like the van is parked, like beachfront. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're and there. I say, it's an option.
0: I say, you know, it'd be cool if we like, you know, put our toes in the water.
2: Not, and then, not knowing the laws
0: of Florida. We'll, we'll get to that. And then Dan goes, yeah, all right.
2: And rips his shirt off and runs towards the ocean. (laughs) With his socks on because he didn't want to get
3: sand in his toes. That is. Well, that was the whole whole reason all this happened. After you said you would like to dip your toes in the water. (laughs) I'm like, there's no way I'm ruining the rest of my night to put my toes in the ocean. (laughs) Right? Because sand, water, shoes, like none of that mixes. Right? So it's a commitment level. Even if you're just dipping your big toe in there. Yep. So I'm like, well, if I'm ruining the rest of my evening, then I'm ruining it completely. <laughs> so I'm like, make it memories, Cam. Here we go, buddy. Yeah, we we ran into the ocean. Straight. And up. That was
2: that. Well, you and I got like waist deep. Yeah. No, Dan
3: went. We full. thought we
2: lost Dan. Like Dan I thought a shark in. took him, and he went right under the water. <laughs>
0: yeah, Dan went for it. I mean, that was just.
1: Oh my gosh! That was so much fun. I just love that we did that. That's That's just the loop. next morning. Everybody's talking about how. They can't find Dan. I'm like, what happened? The shark got him. The shark got him.
0: Yeah, the shark. So ocean, man. If we think of shark. It's dangerous out yeah. there. Shark got him. <laughs> no, we didn't know. I think Dan knew. I didn't know that like you couldn't do that. I didn't Right? Yeah, dust yeah this is, dawn. is done dust in the morning. Dawn, yeah, yeah right. it's done. It's one in the morning, right? And we're just in the ocean. Dan
3: comes running out of the water. He's like, scatter! Yeah, everybody <laughs> in the van stacked.
2: Well, yeah. you're, you're forgetting the other part as what? we're running down into the ocean. Excuse us, as the couple was enjoying oh, the moonlight nakedness on the beach.
3: Really? And, right. Oh yeah, they were oh, right they were, right they, were, there, dude. They, were
2: no he, they were he and she and and we were
3: running. Yeah, we totally. sat oh, like we a cock block for that guy for we're just, <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, they're just like on the beach and we're like yeah, oh, yeah like running in. towards the ocean,
2: making a scene. Oh, what a moment! What a moment!
0: That was so much. Then fun. running
2: back to the van. Yeah. So bay. we don't get arrested and get yeah. back to the hotel. Yeah.
3: Put your clothes on wet, which I, at this point I'm fine with. Right. Cause I, that was the whole thing. I'm like, I'm just going to be pissed that my feet are wet now. <laughs> yeah. But when I was completely wet, I'm like, yeah, that was, was pretty cool. Oh, it was so much fun. And I knew we only had a gas station stop in right. the hotel. So
0: dude, we had, gosh, it was just the most fun season we've had.
3: Oh,
0: I, yeah. I just, can't, I can't believe, I think for me, I can't believe how much of a step up it was from last year.
3: Same. I mean, like, I think AJ at some point asked me like, well, what, you know, when you're coming into like a weekend or whatever, what are your expectations? I'm like, well, I kind of, it changes all the time. Sure. There's tracks that suit us better. There's situations that suit us better. The season suited us better. So, I mean, it's, we're evolving every week. I feel like, right. When
2: you say evolving, one of the things I noticed is like, I don't want to say I'm getting smarter, but I'm actually starting to learn more about the technicalities of the Supercross because I can really tell when a track suits him now. Like, sure, I can. Like, you know, like when, when just being a fan a year ago. Yes,
1: but that uh, sorry to interrupt. That's also wrong. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's but stop that using was, that's the, the, the verbiage truth. of track suits You or track don't suit. It doesn't suit you. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't. I think that's inaccurate. I, well. I mean, yeah. Uh, but okay. continue.
2: I, I'll say track is more your style. Is that is that better? I mean, any uh, there's, track. You there's ride,
1: features on this track that would. This is getting too complicated. That would benefit you. Sure. I don't know because this uh, saying this track is your style implies that there's tr- specific features that aren't my style.
2: No, I, I don't mean it that way. And, and um, let me try to clarify it this way. I'll do it simple without using big words. I know every track is your style. The one thing I've noticed is if it's hard, if it's harder for everybody else, it's easier for you. I notice you excel when everybody else struggles. Okay. When the whoops so that's are huge,
1: way of saying it. Yeah. When, when
2: the whoops are huge, People are struggling. You're not. I watch you blow by people. When there's like a really cool rhythm section that people are going like you know ass over teacup, you're you're flowing through it. So I don't mean it's a style. I just mean I've learned that when the track is super hard, we do super well. Yeah, the harder okay. the track, the yeah. better. Absolutely. I yeah. guess that's what I was.
3: When trying I look to say. at a track map, I'm hoping just gnarly. I mean, true. Two whoop sections. Yes. Crazy stuff. Dragon's back. Yeah, I dragons back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like
1: a Nashville and. When it was kinda muddy in that first practice and just bikes are cartwheeling, bodies are everywhere. I'm like, this is right up my alley. That's that's what I mean. I I don't
2: mean style like I mean, you can ride anything. You can go ride I mean, you can ride the desert, it wouldn't matter. I'm just saying I like it when I get there and I see like the, the the other privateers, the looks on their eyes going, Who 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 is this made for? Like, you know, and I know that our guy is going to look at the track and say, oh, yeah, they custom built this one for me. I just put this on the video game.
0: Dude, Nashville just made it was just the perfect end. Yes, it was.
3: I was a little salty whenever. I mean, I wanted to race Salt Lake, Lake, right? Like, let's do the whole thing. (sighs) We had other stuff going on to hinder that more so than anything else. But yeah, holy moly, Nashville was the way to end it. Good decision deciding
1: to end it there. Yeah. Based on absolutely. how yesterday went, right? Yeah. Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the rain started coming down yesterday in Salt Lake, I was like, "Yep, uh, it was a good." That choice. That was the
3: first thing I thought too. Yeah, uh, it was a good choice. But dude, it's like oh, just the hurricane that came through.
0: <laughs> Hunter, right? First championship. You wait up on the last lap. You know that relationship oh, yeah, you do that. is surreal. I think for all of us in some way, just with those brothers, absolutely. And it's like. It really, it was like, it was a better bow than I could have written for the end of the season, you know?
3: Yeah. And it's hard to realize that obviously, like when you're living it, but yeah, like whenever I watched the week in video, if you will, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. What a cap to a very good building year. Yeah.
2: What a good for step. Sure. Yeah. What a good step for tomorrow, for next year.
1: Yeah. But now what? Yeah. Well, no. So somebody... I think Keith Terrier shout out he's inside of the (laughs) app commented on the last YouTube video from Nashville and replying to one of my comments, unless no, he was replying to something that I said in that video, there was a podcast clip that was posted in the narrative and the dialogue of that video where I said, this is the best season of my life. And I might've referenced doing five more. Can't Can't remember if I did or not, but he said, and I actually like this a lot. He said, Well, consider this then the fifth best year of your career. And I'm like, Ooh, that's good. That's deep. I like, like that, that. I like that I like too. Yeah. This is, <laughs> dude, that's deep. So that's we got deep. So we got five more. We got five actually, so technically, this is the sixth sure best yeah. season of our career. Yeah. Next year will be the fifth best season of our career. Wow. Yep. So that's what's next. Yeah. So that's good. I'm yeah, excited. I,
2: I I don't see anything but upward trend. I mean, And what a way to do
0: it! I think like to have our little team from all over the place, but it's like we say it every single video. But we have more fun than anybody. Absolutely, you know. And boy, is
1: our bike clean on the line? It's very clean. Oh yeah, the setup, that bike with the gear. The tent needs a little work. Tent needs a little work, but that's okay. I think (laughs) I think what we'll do we'll. If, if we upgrade to it. a semi or something in the next year or two, then we're just, it's just going to be a, still our same little group, but we're just in a, just a full blown semi. Yeah. Sure, we won't I'm have the that. we won't have the ten by twenty easy up float away problem. Yeah, float great away. Oof, I, I still scarred. Great! Year. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I got. Oh my gosh, I, I got, got taken out, man. Battle yeah. yeah. scars. That the, was Daytona. Just went for the so jugular. Was Daytona. That was Daytona. He yeah. yeah. went straight for the jugular. It, I actually yeah. was nervous because that's <laughs> right where it is. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty three Supercross <laughs> success. Thank you, guys. Hey, I'm grateful. <laughs> Me grateful too, to be here. I feel like we stepped up everywhere. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Everybody knows
3: their part. Yeah, everybody, everybody does everything they can in their power to do their part at the highest level. Um, to me, like when I see that out of you guys, like that just drives me to do my job better.
2: Yep. Right. I want to say one thing referencing Jackson. Okay. We were eating uh, yesterday and he, he said something about, we're talking about sports like team. One of the best team sports is hockey because when you have defensemen and, and, the and the front guys, they take each other's place to be the team. And, and, and the people that can do that, the best are the best team other than we can't ride his bike. Right. Every one of us goes out of their way to make sure, you know, if you need something, if I need something, if Dan needs something, there's no job too menial and there's no job too great that any one of us will do, won't do, I should say. Right. I mean, and I think that's what makes our little team that could, yeah, we have our designated jobs, right. but in the same token, no job is taken for granted and no job is too menial for anybody.
0: Yeah, we show I up. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay. It's pretty
2: crazy,
1: huh? We did it. What a life! We made it. It's a, it's quite the lifestyle. What a life! Is this a standalone podcast? Yes. Or okay,
2: is the that per- it? it's a perfect one? Have oh, we done? Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Cam. Yeah, Thank you, thanks, Dan. Thank, Thank you for you. letting me be part Thank of this team and be part of this academy and having the sixth best season of your life. Sixth yeah. best
3: season, absolutely, dude. Let's okay. freaking do it again let's next year, it. bro. Let's Just I'm keep pumped. building tattoos
2: for next year. Next year's no, fifth I'm not best getting a get tattoo. If we
3: could have bikes. Quicker than like a month before the season start. That'd be cool. Sure. Give me some time. That'd be wise. Uh, We can can build some nice stuff. All right. Good job. Subscribe.
1: Yep, Good job, team.
3: Tag along. Toodaloo. See you guys. Cheers.